Greetings, you lovely people. Hope you guys are having a great time. Gay old summer. It's the summer of love, and it's time for you guys to tune in to another podcast of the Daily Time Ticket. This week, I was joined by my cousin, Saida Tevikas, currently working as a paralegal, and we cover her her route to the to where she is now, and we cover a lot of topics, a lot of hot topics facing today's world, but I don't want to get into that into the intro, and without further ado, I let you guys listen to Saida Tevikas. Just awesome. like that. Isn't that crazy how, how easy that is? Oh, it's so crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, today in studio, the brand new studio, I might add, uh, my cousin, Prima Saida Tariques. Saida, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Asni? I'm I'm all right. You know, it's hot. Yeah. It's really hot outside. Yeah. No, it's terribly hot. I drove from Idaho Falls, and it should be like, what, a 40-minute drive? 40 minutes. It was like an hour because there's traffic and there's construction. So much construction. construction. I actually saw something I've never seen on the way up here. What? I was driving, and... I saw a semi-tire blow out, like the front one just you blew out. You saw it in real life? Yeah, like, like in real time, time. In real time. How it just that? blew up, and then I saw rubber flying everywhere. What? Whoa! I have never seen that. I, I think that's one of those few things that you know happens, mm-hmm. but you never actually yeah. see it happen. Or want to see it. Dang. It's terrifying. Yeah, I saw that in California, and it was in like LA traffic on the freeway. Really? And it popped off. Not off a semi, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're good. I'm, I still got to adjust some levels here. Um, not on a semi, but on a car, but still, L.A., man, not the best place to do that. I've actually yeah. never been in very high traffic like L.A. Really? Yeah. You're not missing out. No. <laughs> I've I, I've heard just horror stories that people tell about yeah. being in traffic in L.A. that yeah. it's, you're not even moving. You're not moving, and if you get off the wrong exit and you... You want to get back on three hours, man. Three minutes. Oh, uh, three hours? Not joking. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like cities. Yeah. I like going to cities for a weekend, uh-huh. but I cannot see myself living in a city. I've So I lived I lived in Boise for a little for a little while, hot, <laughs> hot minute, and uh, I learned that cities are not a good idea. Really? You didn't enjoy Boise? No, I, I loved Boise. Boise was awesome. It's just... Uh, that's kind. Of, I watched. I was. I was there when. Uh, what was that movie, where, it was like a monster, and if you saw it, you went crazy. Bird Box. Oh. Did you ever watch Bird Box? No. <laughs> but I heard it was good. So I saw that, and I was like, if something, like that happens, <laughs> everybody in a city is screwed. <laughs> and that I legit was like, I'm. N- I'm never living in a city. That was what made it. And then the pandemic hit. And you're like. And I've heard. Yeah, I, I made it out in time. I made it out <laughs> yeah. perfect. I timed it just right. When did you move back again? So I left here like last year in Christmas. Okay. So then I worked in Boise for a little under half a year. Okay. And then I came back. Homesick? Not really homesick. I just wasn't digging what I was doing. Okay. Because I was traveling a lot. I did a bunch of traveling, which I thought was cool. Yeah. 
I thought was going to be cool. Because, yeah. like, you, when you're young, you always hear, like, dude, different city every night. You're always seeing different things. I learned you want to be stationary <laughs> when you're older. You don't want to go yeah. everywhere all the time, you never live home. You want to a soup box. Or a... a soup box? Yeah, I, I did not want to live out of a soup box. A suitcase is what suitcase. you're thinking of. I was like, what is it? So I, I brought you on here because uh, I don't really know what you do. But yeah. I know you do something with law. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I don't know what I do. I'm just you kidding. don't know what you no, do? No, I, I do know. So, I'm, not at the, I'm not at where I want to be, but mm -hmm. I'm getting there. So I'm not at my final stop of my career. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. You grew up in Boise area, right? Yeah. And then you went to high, to, not high school, you went to college at ISU. Yes. What was the college you attended? I went to Idaho State University, so right here in Pocatello, and I started off as a dental hygiene major, and that quickly changed because biology was fine, but four years of that and just things of that nature was not my vibe, but I've always been interested in kind of immigrants, mm -hmm. and so I've always been drawn to them being because of my background i lived in mexico for a year and a half with my mom and my siblings really yeah i did yeah what part would you live in guanajuato too no so my mom's from guanajuato because that's how we're related mm -hmm. but um my dad is from jalisco and so i lived in sacualco de torres for a year and a half yeah how old are you i was about to turn 10 so, Dang. Oh, so yeah. you, you, yeah, you yeah, do yeah, get yeah. to remember a lot of it. Yeah, so oh. 2008 to 2010, so a year and a half. And, yeah, so I lived there because I was part of my mom's um, process of becoming a resident in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So what she did was called consular process, and what you do is you beg pardon to the U.S. government from your home country, and then they the U.S. government says yes or no. And if they say no, then you stay more in your country and you come so back. So what, what, what's needed to beg pardon? What, what, what is uh, documents that you need? Is there certain references you need? It's a huge process. It starts with, um, I honestly was 10 when this happened, so mm, it was a so. little cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you all the documents my mom needed. I was there. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's just like affidavits from different people, which is our documents just saying, oh, so-and-so deserves to be a U.S. US resident mm -hmm. because I've known her for this many years. These, um, I've seen her do this, this, and this. This is why she'd be a good part of the U.S. What? You know, we yeah. laugh at, uh, at going like, oh, I was 10 and I, I knew all the documents, but <laughs> coming from the backgrounds yeah. that I know you're from and that I've been yeah, from, yeah, yeah. I was filling out W-4s when I was <laughs> like 15. So <laughs> or true. I was younger. That's so true. Because Mexi Mexican yeah. parents rely on their kids. Yeah. To yeah, do they don't know a lot of English. Mm -hmm. I've been to so many doctor's appointments, <laughs> where they're like, "Hey, he's like his liver is not great or something." You know, it's just like, some medical terminology. I'm like, yeah. "How I do I say liver?" I don't know how to say that word. <laughs> You're like, mom. In here, something's not working. Uh, and then you, you just, yeah. I just added O's at the end of whatever <laughs> they said. Livero. 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 Because I don't know. I'm like eight right now. <laughs> Terrified of needles. Yeah. yeah it, it, and it's it's something you very unique to our communities, mm -hmm. the Latino communities. Yeah. And so you you went to Cambridge, you dead hygienist, not for you. You didn't want to be in people's mouths. 
Yeah. So. And so immigrants were always back in my mind because of my personal background and just in general. I just kind of saw my place and being a U. I mean, Mexican ancestry, but born in the U.S. How much privilege I had because of that. Yeah. And then a person who came born the same year as me comes here six months later. Totally different life. Totally different status. Total like different fears between our lives. I have no fear. I get pulled out but pulled over by the police. You know, I'm scared, I don't want a ticket, whatnot. But I'm not fearing for my legality. Mm-hmm. I'm not fearing that I'm gonna be deported because of this minor infraction. And so that was around the same time when DACA was about to be rescinded. And so 2017? 2017, yeah. yeah. And that was just the last straw. I seriously, um, I was, for that same reason, seeing how similar me and DACA, DACA recipients' lives are, but the minor thing is that they came here six months later, a year later, and whatnot. And just so if anybody listening doesn't know what DACA is, DACA is Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. So if you were brought to the United States as a kid illegally and you have no criminal record, you were going to school and you were working, they gave you a temporary pass, yes. let's say, and you could, so you could get a driver's license, you could pay your bills, mm-hmm. uh, well, there was, you get a social security number, but you don't get to take out a social security, you can only add to what yes. is there. And then the Trump administration decided to take it away. Or they were trying to, yeah. Trying to. And, no, no worries. And that was just, I have so much privilege being born here, being of that ancestry, wanting to help my community. Why not do it? Why not help them? And I was just like, well, I want to do something that's going to help them. And I chose political science because I know those majors talk about big political issues and how the different sides of them. And I decided, why not? And then with that, I just I decided that I wanted to go into law because being a lawyer, that is a, a really good way of aiding immigrants. There's so many ways of aiding immigrants that are not being a lawyer, but I just thought I want to be there literally changing their status. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I chose political science. There was actually a really cool story I saw. It was, I think she was a DACA recipient in Utah, mm-hmm. and she ended up, uh, being the defense attorney for her parents. I don't know if you read I, it or saw something about that. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's no, exactly it's what it's all cool. about. You know, you have to be doing mm-hmm. that. That's what you want to do to help your community. Exactly. Out. And, oh, actually, even the person who, when, because DACA was fought in the Supreme Court, the mm-hmm. person that was one of the lead attorneys for that um, went to U of I, actually. University really? of Idaho for law school. And no way. he's a DACA recipient. So, I think that's amazing. That's full circle. That's, mm-hmm. you know, you have a goal and you did that, made and that goal. I, I, <clears throat> I've I tried looking at it from both angles. That's what I do. I like trying to see mm-hmm. both sides of the argument. And, I mean, I don't <laughs> see why they want to take it away. Yeah. I, I, there's no, like, there's more money coming into it. Mm-hmm. That we're, we're, we're put, they're putting money into the system that's already in put, put in place. It's two years, so yeah. it's not permanent. And you can't have money, a criminal yeah. background. Yeah, yeah, you can't. So. You can't have any criminal like actions in your in your. What is it? Your record? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can, your mm-hmm. record can't. It's got to be clean. Yeah, and for those things, 
a lot of those issues, like people who are anti-immigrants, whatnot, it's fear. It's fear of the unknown, fear of who's coming, fear of who's here that's not from here. But when you talk about DACA, you know who's here. They don't have a criminal record. If yeah. not, they wouldn't be allowed to have they DACA. They give their fingerprints. Yeah. All the just so whenever you renew, mm-hmm. it's it's a uh, it's definitely a hot <laughs> a hot issue yeah. in the world right now. There's a lot of issues right now. You chose a hell of a time to go into oh any type gosh. of politics. I know. <laughs> is it is it ter- is it how do you deal with like? Because I've had political discussions with uh-huh. people, and I just get angry. Like, I yeah. cannot keep my cool. It always ends with yeah. me yelling or walking <laughs> away. How do you manage to keep that cool? Well, because I was like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I'm just kidding. I'm still like that sometimes. But, no, just understanding that people don't understand from anger. A person who uh, disagrees with you on, you know, immigration... And you only getting mad at them and being like, wait, but what about this, this, and this? They're not gonna be. They're not gonna think you're a sensible person. They're just gonna see that you reacted with anger and emotion, and just see that and like, okay, she's, and they just back off. Mm-hmm. But you have to be calm and collected, so they, I don't know, they kind of value you more, I guess. I don't know, being calm and collected and seeing that, okay, this person really actually wants to talk about it and not just yell about it and, mm-hmm. you know, put walls. And you have to be willing to listen to their side. See where they're coming from. See why they're scared. See why they're apprehensive about the topic. And then seeing, okay, I understand this because of blah, 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 blah. But what about this? You know, and fra- you know, take their logic and spin it into a way that fits your um, views mm-hmm. so they see what you're trying to talk about. So... How many years in were you for political science? So I graduated this past May. So I did. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. I graduated in political science and philosophy. So I double majored and. Just a humble brag right there. Just a little humble brag. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it really isn't. I mean, I didn't graduate with a medical degree or something. Still hard. Still mm-hmm. hard what I did, but. Hey, I went yeah. two years and I was like, "Woo, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out of here." Okay, but you have like a career in the job you in the in what you study. In my field, so yeah. That's yeah. that's the goal. That's the goal. And every day I go to my job and I'm like, I should have done something else. No, I uh, can do something else. Are you serious? Yeah. That's so no, sad. I love what I do. I have a good time. I like working yeah. with my hands. Okay. But good. I can do more. Yeah, and Even there's always room. There's always more. room to grow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but. So that's my first part, just my end undergraduate career. The next part is to go to law school, but I've taken a year off to work in the field, in mm. the law field. So I currently am a paralegal at a law firm, and with that, I'm just learning more about the fields that I could possibly pursue. I want to be an immigration attorney for all the reasons stated, mm-hmm. but I currently work for a divorce attorney, so I just work with custody cases, divorce cases, and oh. they do bankruptcies yeah medical malpractice work compensation which work compensation is really interesting to me because i feel like you could definitely help a lot of immigrants in that area work compensation being just workman's comp so yeah so if you you get hurt on the job and you get compensated for it because Mm -hmm. i feel like in a lot of jobs that latinos are in that are you know, in the fields. Labor. A lot yeah, of labor. Labor-intensive jobs. Yeah, you definitely get hurt on the job. And I think that just, I don't know, I think that just be something interesting to dig into and see how you could help Latinos who do are... You, so, uh, workman's comp, do they have to be 
United States citizens to receive workman's comp? Me, I don't know. No? Hey, you can say you don't know, <laughs> you know? Like, it's, uh, <laughs> the you're not all the... You're, you still, yeah. uh, you're still learning. I think yeah. every, everybody that's in their yeah. 20s, everybody in the NRH thank group, thank we're all still learning. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly feel like I don't know what I'm doing half the time. Neither do I. I look so. around, I'm like, wait. <laughs> What am I doing now? <laughs> what am I doing here? Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, so working for that is something I never thought I would want to do, like family law, which are these divorce cases and custody cases. But I'm going into it, I see, you know, you're really just trying to help someone's grief, you know, and any, there, there's a problem, they're frustrated, you know, you sometimes get frustrated with them because they're frustrated with you and they speak to you in a certain way. But you have to understand at the end of the day, you're just trying to solve their help them help mm -hmm. them out of this grief, out of this injustice and help them in the best way that both parties are happy, which is really hard. But yeah, yeah, someone's always going to not get what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they're petty. Sometimes they're not. It's it. I've heard there's actually been a huge uptake in or uptick in yes. divorces because of Corona? quarantine. Yeah, because is that true? Yeah, there is. What? Uh, I know. I mean, you're stuck with your spouse more. Yeah, you actually get to know them. Yeah. That's uh, that's so sad. <laughs> that might be the saddest thing to come out of the right. coronavirus. It's is really that... sad, but yeah. I think the divorce industry is actually huge now, even more so because people celebrate a divorce. There's mm. like divorce cakes. Oh, what? Divorce wedding or I, I guess divorce that. planners, like a wedding planner, but for a divorce. <laughs> That's our uh, real thing. Going to court. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. I need my divorce. <laughs> I it's uh, like, that's why you have to really know who you're going to marry. Yeah. Like, if you no, that's two two months in quarantine mm -hmm. and you realize that that person you married isn't anything <laughs> like the person you thought you married, what is that thing? That's yeah, just what terrifying. was that for yeah. the past two years? Was jump off, <laughs> dude? What happened there? It's crazy. Yeah, no, definitely marriage is a huge thing. That's... I know you can't talk about like work. Yeah. Like because you can't. I'm pretty yeah. sure there's some legal there, things that you can't talk I can about. Be it. Very general. We do divorces. I have <laughs> seen some marriages, and what I'm like, how are that? How is that still together? When they come in, are you like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what's. I know what you guys are coming in here for. Come on, sit oh down. Oh my gosh. Uh, no, I don't. I, you know, I like working on them, but I feel bad. Like it's just crazy yeah. how you go from loving this person so so much to one day being done. I don't love you anymore. Yeah, that's. I mean, that hap I, That was just a hard lesson that everybody has to learn at one point. Yeah. I, I, I believe I've learned it, but I haven't learned it. You know, how those people have learned it. Because if you have kids, dragging a kid through a divorce, yeah, I bet those are the worst. Yeah. When, when they yes, have yes, a kid yes, yes, and they yes. have to get, like, times for the kid. Oh, I feel so bad for the little guy. No, I feel bad, too, because sometimes it is for the kid, for the best of the kid, for the best interest. But then sometimes it, it really is just them having more time with the kid just to prove to the parent, like, oh. No, I should have the kid because blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Just proving them, being that petty and wanting that more time just to prove to the just other to side. Just spite them. Just to spite them, yeah. I know. Ugh. Yeah, but... I don't, I don't no. want to grow up and be married. That just sounds awful. 
I don't want to do any of that. Do you really that. not want to get married? <laughs> no, not. I don't. It's that sounds so scary. It is terrifying. I, it's I a will legal be contract. That douchey guy would be like, "Why do we need to bring no. the government into it?" You know. <laughs> Let's I get that. Keep doing what we're doing. And we're you know? fine, right? No, I <laughs> yeah. get that, but what about the commitment? Commitment issues? Oh, I got commitment issues up the wazoo. <laughs> you kidding me? I can't commit to like I don't even have a like dog a or cellular anything, plan that I have like every year. Are you serious? Yeah, I got prepaid, baby. <laughs> Give me. I'm like, I don't want to leave contract. that commit, I will. The only contract I have is to the gym, and it's 12 months. Then after that, it's every month. But that's like even signing that, I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I'll be I don't here know every about day. all this. A whole year? You want me to sign up for you guys for a year? You want to be here every day? Yeah. Okay. I I I think I think our generation is very, um, maybe not immature. But commitment issues are definitely They're a thing. I've seen it a lot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've seen it a ton. Where With I'm like, anything. hey, who's that girl you've been talking to, man? It's like, oh, it's just a friend. Mm, yeah. Maybe more than just a friend. You want to put a label on it. But they don't. They never do. Why? Why do guys do that? Guys? <laughs> I, I have seen girls do that. That is, you know what? For the podcast <laughs> listeners... Like they know, and the the guys that the people my my audience is mainly guys. I have some girls, which is okay. surprising. Shout out all the ladies, yes. but I think there's a question that every guy has asked on here, and I've asked them, and they they don't know the answer. What is it? What do women want? We're we're clueless. That. Guys are clueless. <laughs> we honestly have no idea what to do. So if can you give some advice, sure. some female advice to my male listeners? Oh, of course. What would you What would you to say? Your fem- to your male listeners, what women want is someone that respects them, someone that trusts them, and someone that's there for them. That's all we want. That's it. That's all we want. So simple, right? It's not that simple. <laughs> I know. You want to say it's that simple, but it's not. There's it's not like... that simple. What do guys want? We want somebody to cuddle with. That's it. We just it's, right. it's somebody to cuddle with and bring us food. That's yeah. all you have to do. Guys yeah. are so simple. Guys are, you know, it, there's not a lot to us. Like, we, we are simple-minded creatures. Wait, you want creatures. us to bring you food? Are you bringing us food, too? That's a, that's a two-way street. Okay, you know. there we go. That's a there two-way we go. street. Just wondering. <laughs> have, you, have you seen... Uh, not, not have you seen, sorry. Have you... How did you get to Idaho Falls once you graduated. Okay. Is that something you you wanted to go to Idaho Falls? Did that city attract you? Or could you, because you, you're from Boise. Mm-hmm. I assume there's yeah. be boatloads of opportunities right? over there. So, yeah. So I decided I wanted to work for a year to learn the field, and then I didn't know where to go. So I, mainly Boise. Boise was where I wanted to go, and I applied everywhere for law firms there as well. And then I wasn't really hearing anything back, so I was like, okay, I'll apply to ones in Pocatello, one everywhere. Pocatello, Twin, Blackfoot, Idaho Falls, just everywhere. And I just, you know, I just, I'm religious, so I told God, hey, <laughs> get me an interview somewhere and I'll go with it, you know? And I didn't know where to go. I didn't know if I wanted to stay in Pocatello. I didn't know if I wanted to go back home. I didn't know if I want. I thought about Idaho Falls. I really like Idaho Falls. Kind of, it's kind of. It's a very nice city it's now. Very beautiful. It's, I think. Yeah. They they've stepped their game up. 
Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay, I don't remember it much. It used to not be that nice. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I used to be a dump. I used to go when I was little because that's where our cousin lives. So mm-hmm. Shout out, S. Jesse. Hey, S. Jesse. Anyways. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, so I don't remember much of Idaho Falls, but it's beautiful now, I guess, as you say. That but, downtown area is sweet. Yeah, and so then I got an interview in Boise. Or Nampa, so the Boise area. I got an interview in Nampa, Pocatello, and Blackfoot. And I was like, okay, cover my bases. I'm going to apply, or I'm going to do my interviews in all three, and whoever accepts me, you know, that's what God wants. I got accepted into a firm in Blackfoot. You and don't so, want to go to Blackfoot. Don't go to Blackfoot. I'll I tell was, you right now. <laughs> I was there in Blackfoot. I was there. Because that's where you're from, right? Yeah, that's, that's where I'm from. I'm warning you, just, <laughs> just don't go there. <laughs> Blackfoot is like where I'm from, Cuna. Did you ever go to Cuna when you were in... Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah I serviced the generator in the Robertsons. I was like, my yeah. cousin's from here. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Well, did you not get Blackfoot vibes? Mm. Kinda. Okay. A lot of farmland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very small community. Mm-hmm. I didn't get Blackfoot because then I saw the high school. I was like, this place is huge. There's yeah. so many people here. But then did you see across? There's a dairy. Yeah. Just then there's farmland surrounding <laughs> it, so it did it did feel like Blackfoot. Yes. <laughs> but. Also, cowgirls Acuna. I went to cowgirl oh, Acuna. Okay. Yeah, that's very poppin'. It's that always bar. on the radio. Yeah. yeah. Good place to go. Yeah. If anybody ever wants to go to a bar, Cowgirls Acuna. Yeah, Highly recommended. Oh, dang. Okay, okay. But, yeah, and so then I was in Blackfoot for two months working as a paralegal there. Mm-hmm. And I did criminal work as well there. So they did divorces, and, or, well, family and criminal law. So general practice. So anything that came through the door, for the most part, we took in. Um, where I'm at now is just civil. So we don't deal with criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a really good friend of mine who reached out to me, knew that, you know, I didn't know if I wanted to stay at that law firm, recommended me to her boss. Her boss gave me an interview, liked me, and then I moved to Idaho Falls, which was really crazy because at the time when I was working Blackfoot, I was living, I am living in Idaho Falls, but I was living then as well with Saul's parents. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them. Thank you for giving me a home. <laughs> <laughs> May God repay you. Yeah, exactly. And so just to move to Idaho Falls would be closer to where I'm at, is where I wanted to be, was one of the locations I wanted to be at. And so it just all worked out that I was able to live in Idaho Falls and work in Idaho Falls. And that's how I'm in there. Or so that's why I'm there. As you're working right now for as a paralegal for mm-hmm. that law firm, are you still doing studying or mm-hmm. are you doing just reading on your own things that you should look into? What yeah. are you doing to prepare for law school? For law school? Yeah. yeah. So just reading and kind of what my application should look like for law school. Because I applied last year and I got into schools I wanted to. But, you know, thinking this whole year is giving me more to think about. Like, mm, do I actually want to stay in Idaho? Do I, I don't know, do I want to go to that law school or not? So it's been a lot of just thinking and thinking about maybe even retaking the test to get a higher score which the you take the LSAT you take the LSAT to get into certain law schools and whatnot and depending what you get you know your opportunities and which what I got got into the schools that I wanted to but I just think about well if you get it higher that means more scholarships that means better schools you know and it doesn't matter if you go to U of I perfect perfect you know but I just don't know if that's where I want to go and so it's been a lot of contemplation of maybe retaking the LSAT and then it's also just reading about what your application should look like because my application not gonna lie very good I cannot 
I would. Damn, just humble brags all around <laughs> this stop, episode. Stop, stop. Don't, do, don't do that. Don't do that to me. I, but now, since I'm working, I have to get new references, and then a new cover letter, and then a new um, resume. Everything has to be new because all of that is from up to when I went to college. Now, a whole extra year that I have to account for. Yeah, just and, update it. Yeah, and then my personal statement, which is super important when you go into law school, which is why law school and you can't just be generic you know like i want to help people you know that's what we all want to do but mm-hmm. you have to have like why go in depth why yeah is this personal statement like a paragraph or is it it's depends but it's usually um two pages two pages uh, single spaced no double spaced oh, so it's super so short page. but that's harder because you have to fit your whole Oh, your whole okay. desire to yeah. go to law school in this two pages in these two pages i have the mentality of <laughs> i want to do the least amount of work to get the most out of what i just did yeah and if i see two pages i'm like uh i could do one page <laughs> but you you like in the way you're saying it, it's yeah. like i have so much to say yeah whereas i'm like uh, two pages? <laughs> That's a lot. You sure? I can give you a paragraph. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. And I guess that's probably also just being a political science and philosophy major. All you're doing is writing, 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 writing. Philosophy, like what kind of philosophy? Because I know there's a lot of philosophy. Mm-hmm. So I just did a general philosophy. So I studied ethics and um, early modern philosophy. Um, who just... Do you have any favorite philosophers? No, I wouldn't say so. Nietzsche? <laughs> Nietzsche. We didn't do that much of... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, no. Eastern Asian philosophy was really interesting. and just. Alan Watts. Do you know who Alan Watts is? No. <laughs> what? How do you get... That no. Eastern Asian philosophy and not know Watts? Alan Watts? Yeah, no. Alan Watts is a shit. Highly recommended from me. Huh. That's... But that's about all I know. Like yeah, but he did, like, Taoism, Taoism, okay. Zen Buddhism. Uh, and that's what we learned, but I'd never heard of Watts. He was an English. He was a, So he was born in England, and he was raised Christian. And he fell in love with, he, he went to somewhere in the, in, you know, the East. Mm-hmm. And he went to school there, and he, like, wanted to learn about all of their philosophies. Yeah. So he was the very... I don't know if he was the very first person, but he was one of the the first people to translate their teachings to English. Oh, oh, or that's what YouTube taught me. I could be completely <laughs> wrong, and, and no, he can be yeah. just a complete bullshit yeah. artist. No, it's interesting. We learned Taoism, and then you know Buddhism. 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 I can never say right. <laughs> Buddhism. <laughs> Bruh, all these. I don't know about Buddhism. <laughs> I think that's something else. So Buddhism is, no, is no, 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 not. Dude. <laughs> a philo- it, I mean, it is a philosophy. I'm embarrassed. By like, Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, oh, yeah, yeah, all those. Good song, good song. Yeah, booty. Yeah. I just did you see that the video they came out with today? No. Fap. It's called Fap. Oh or, shoot. So WAP. Is it good? It's called WAP. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's very sexual. All it's right. a lot of lot of booty shaking. Uh, all what's right. her face? The chick that's married to Travis Scott. Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. Oh, no. She's in it, and well, she doesn't do it. She just walks. She's like in a leopard print thing. It's like, it's not my cup of tea, music-wise, <laughs> but... Uh, what is your music taste? Oh, I listen to everything. Like, people say they listen to everything, but I listen to uh-huh. everything. Uh-huh. Country, I'm on it. Billy Carrington, it's my boy. 
There's a George Strait song. He did a cover of El Rey. Nah. Yeah, Vicente Fernandez. In Fernandez. English or Spanish? In Spanish. But he's George got the, the country accent. And it's good? It's amazing. Huh. I listened to it today. I was like, there's no way this is a Let cover me. of the Vicente That's Fernandez crazy. song. But Let it me. is. My favorite country song. So you guys know how much I listen country. Beyonce, Daddy Lessons. <laughs> which... <laughs> Literally, there's no country in there. But you, got, you, you don't like country music? I don't. I'm sorry. I used to hate country music. And then? With a passion. Yeah. I started working where I'm working now. Mm-hmm. And they have a radio there. And they get to choose the station. And they play, I can't remember what the station's, the, the number is, but it's the Wolf. <laughs> Non-stop country music all day long. The no repeat work day. <laughs> That then oh I was at the beginning. I think it's one of those things where, uh, you know, when you, you know what the what's that a freaking thing when somebody gets kidnapped and then they fall in love with their kidnapper, oh, yeah, you know what it's yeah, called? yeah, syndrome, something syndrome, uh, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. It's like Stockholm syndrome, but with music <laughs> where like, they kidnapped like me it. and I had to always <laughs> listen to country. So now Ooh, you love it, I can drink a beer to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. That's rock, cool. I love rock. Okay. Uh, yeah. And like electronic music. The actually the only music I can't get behind, K-pop. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, same. My sister went through a phase, so. For K-pop. For K-pop. Really. And they really go deep. What do you mean deep? <laughs> like, have you ever seen like BTS stands and they're. Do you know what BTS is? I've yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it a boy band? Yeah, it's a huge Korean. It's a K-pop band, and they're huge, and their 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 stands are so into it, and they're just addicted to them. And I'm like, how can someone be into that that much? My sister went through that. Oh my gosh, drank, breathed, whatever, ate. K-pop. <laughs> K-pop. Just pure K-pop. Pure K-pop. She got a Twitter just for K-pop. Really? Just so she could like their tweets. Oh my! <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in love that much with right? an artist. Yeah. Maybe that's just a generational thing. It might be. Cause we we when we were growing up we didn't have. Well, we had a superstar like Justin Bieber was huge. Yeah. I like I didn't oh understand gosh. how yeah. big he actually was, but what? like now when I listen to his music, like yeah. he was. He's talented. He's a generational right. talent. No, he, he, yeah, I, when, so he became big kind of when I came back from Mexico in 2010. Mm-hmm. I just remember coming back and everyone being obsessed with this little kid with this Canadian bl- boy. Yeah, with his little flippy that hair. hair flip. And I was like, that hair what flip is, was iconic. I was like, what is happening? What, this boy is causing every girl to, you know, lose want, their shit. Lose their shit and just wanting to marry him. And I, I did not get it. I'm like, I'm barely trying to learn English again. What's going on? <laughs> You're like trying to learn nouns and adjectives. Yeah, it's like I cannot keep up with Justin Bieber. I, I, I mean, I was a kid. I was a boy, so it's like Justin Bieber is awful. Yeah, you were jealous. Yeah, he was jealous. I was like trying to grow my hair out. I was <laughs> doing the, the flick. It's like it doesn't work. My hair's not like his. Yeah. But then the older I got, when I got into high school. And you, I never I'd actually no actually I like Harry Styles. Okay. Harry okay. Styles my guy. Yeah, he's cool. He's watermelon sugar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. It's a really good song. <laughs> and then I think he had another one. It was like a really sad one. Do you know what the song's about? Watermelon sugar? Yeah. I didn't know it was about something. What's okay. it about? No, nothing. No, now you have now explain explain to the listeners, those who haven't heard, 
What what is what's this, what's the meaning behind watermelon sugar? What's this rated? Uh, we've I've talked a lot of shit on here, okay. so you can say whatever. I've, what? I'm pretty sure we've said a lot of stuff. E for explicit. Okay, E for explicit, explicit, M for mature. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just about eating a woman out. Is that what it is? <laughs> watermelon sugar, man. Have you watched the video? No. <laughs> Come on, how can you not get it from one? Two and two. Yep, yep. no, never yep. mind. There yep. it there is. There you go. It just... Still a good song, though. Watermelon sugar. I... It's cum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. And I mean, I mean, if you listen to a lot of songs, a lot of rap songs, a lot of just songs in general, it's always, you know, pleasuring the men. Do so. you think music is making people angrier? Music? Yeah. No. No? Not at all. You don't think music plays a role in how the the society feels? I think it depends on what genre. I think, I really, I don't listen to a lot of rap, but I like rap for their lyrics, which is crazy because sometimes they don't have great lyrics, but a lot of them talk about poverty and injustice and their communities. You ever heard Joey Badass? No. I think you'd like Joey Badass. Really? Joey Badass is like that. That's why I really liked Kendrick, or like Kendrick. Kendrick's good. Oh. I mean, you can't beat these. You can't. One of the greats now. Yeah, exactly. And it sounds so cliche, like, oh, I like Kendrick, but. J. Cole. You watch his stuff, and you watch how he performs and Grammys and whatnot, and there's just so much symbolism with how he portrays his songs, and they're just amazing, and there's a message. There's definitely a message, and it's unapologetic, and that's. Sometimes I'm like, I'm missing something. I know he's trying to tell me something, but I don't know what it is. And I feel bad that I don't, don't know what it is. Like, I should be informed. On I think there's there's for how much stuff you constantly get through your phone, through mm-hmm. your laptop, mm-hmm. there is so much that people aren't aware of. Like, like for example, uh, I was on my phone yesterday, and apparently... Uh, this is the second episode in a row we're talking shit on Chinese people but the Chinese government is they're they're pretty much like nixing a whole population of it's a type of Muslim yes in, and they have them in camps like concentration yeah. camps Where like legit concentration camps teach him how to be patriotic to China and trying to erase their identity as being Muslim yeah it's crazy it's I, it's a modern it's, it's a modern day genocide it's disgusting and I don't know if there was a video from the BBC who went and reported on it and they went in and you know and it was really hard to get in but they got into the school and whatnot and they were interviewing people and these like these people who are Chinese but Muslim um, they're oh no they're just they're just trying to teach us how to be more patriotic and they're just so brainwashed or not brainwashed but just scared that if they say the wrong thing the wrong thing what happens to them and and it's crazy because they say oh you know they'll let them out after X amount of days or whatnot and they don't or because i think what they say the the buildings are it's reform schools yes but like they've taken satellite pictures where they're wearing masks they're wearing hoods Mm -hmm. over them Mm -hmm. and they're like walking them in straight lines or sitting down and that's not any school i've ever seen Mm -hmm. it and that was like how am i barely hearing about this this has been going on I don't know how long, and I'm barely hearing about this now. There's so many injustices in the world that we don't talk about. Because <laughs> it doesn't affect us. It, exactly. Is the sad and part. It's so sad. I was reading something, I feel like before we were doing this, like maybe 
an hour ago, and it was talking about how in Belgium, university students are not, they're trying to get them to not wear their hijabs at school. That's an injustice. That's discrimination against... That's religious discrimination? Yeah. Yeah, against... Their, yeah. That's so, so sad. And the world is it. just in... There's just garbage fires yeah. burning everywhere. And it's crazy because... Um, actually, well, our cousin is, again, Eric. He would tell me, I remember when I, I met him when I first started college, and he told me, why do you always talk about depressing stuff? Like, because it matters. I'm sorry. I'm sad. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm always sad. I'm always sad. Just kidding. No, I'm always, you know, I'll talk about things that makes people uncomfortable, but it should be talked about. It should not be swept under the rug. It should be posted about. It should be advocated I for. I, it, like... I, I, I get yeah. where you come from. Exactly. You okay. need you need to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Those conversations need to be had. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> when I have those conversations, I need to be in the right state of mind to yeah. have them. Like mm-hmm. I've had, I've heard, like I always hear people talking about it, talking about things at work, and I'm like, I am definitely have the opposite viewpoint that you guys have. Okay, I get that. But. I am definitely not in the minority gonna, here. Yeah. And I am not going to talk to you guys about that because then you're going to not like me. And mm-hmm. I just want to keep my job. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut and just keep walking. I get that, too. I've done that at work, too. I They would be talking about something, me, different, total, opposite view of yeah. it. But actually, I do I actually want to start something? Do I actually want to? Mm-hmm. It's like, do I want to mess with what I have right now? <laughs> look, Look towards them. Nah, and then keep typing. <laughs> yep, that's 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 the only way you can like get by yeah. sometimes, even though you're like, <sighs> yeah, inside you're like, how? This is so wrong. Yeah. You want to know what the most messed up thing I ever heard was? What? It was bad. It was really uh, bad. I don't want to say any names. You know. What happened? So I was, I I was I was still in school, and I I heard someone go, you know. Uh, black people should really be thanking white people for slavery because now they're all like super athletes because that's like pretty much they were bred to to be super athletes that's disgusting. right i was like that's disgusting i know what you're saying i i, I see like the because they slaves were made you know it was awful time but they weren't they, made they were forced they were forced to work and they wanted stronger slaves, so they mm-hmm. would like get the strong ones and make to make stronger slaves, which is disgusting. Yeah, it's a, uh-huh. an atrocity, of course. And I was like, dude, you can't say that. You can't. You did can't. you say? Did yeah, you say I was like, I was like, Thank you can't say Lord. that. You can't say that. That's yeah. like the one time I was like, all right, yeah, I got, I got to step up for this one because yeah. up to bat, knocked out of the park, and yeah. I think good. See, that's when those times come up more and more often, and I think. They come up more often nowadays because we are allowing them to be. They're they feel that they're okay to say these things now, because they have people like them in office. And I'm sorry. Oh, Sida <laughs> with shots. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you have someone that has the same viewpoints as you and he's saying it out loud in the media and whatnot, why should that stop you? Oh shoot, he thinks like me, and he's the president. Very fine people. Yeah. Very fine people. Very fine people. Mm-hmm. That's so. uh, we're not exactly a uh uh, what's <laughs> a, what's the word? A political podcast. Whoops! But you invited a political science yeah, major. Invi- I invited a political science major. 
Actually, it's, it, 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 it kind of segues perfectly. It is an election year. Yes. So I have I have two things I'd like to talk to you about. One is obviously the presidential race and the candidates, but okay. we'll talk that after my first one. I actually read that Idaho is they they were gonna have medical marijuana on the bill for for voting mm-hmm. this year, but due to coronavirus, the activists couldn't get enough signatures, so they had to. I think they're suing the state to get more time, okay, so they can get more signatures. Okay, do you think Idaho would pass medical marijuana? If got given the chance to pass it, no, no. Do I do I think it should be passed? Yes, but let, I let me do... let me give you another piece of information. I'm, I I don't know if you know or okay. not because this was huge oh, to okay. me. Okay. The LDS Church came out and Support. what they said they said medical marijuana mm-hmm. is like we we understand medical marijuana, but if it's used for medical reasons, yes, because I think one of the I forget what they're called. It's like the jury of 12 or something along those lines. He's oh, a doctor. Oh, He's yes, a doctor. Yes, yes, and yes. he was like, I see the medical value in this. And I think the church is going to side. So what do you think now? Huh? Nope. That doesn't so, change it? I was too conservative, conservative. I think it would pass if all the surrounding states around us start passing it, which uh, I think Utah, they have. not Montana. Montana no. has medical. Uh-uh. Yep. Wyoming, no. Okay, Wyoming's different. Go. Wyoming has 12 people. <laughs> you can't count Wyoming. <laughs> well, I think once those surrounding states around Idaho pass it, then yeah, for sure we're going to pass it because you feel that pressure. Hold how out. You, how are you going to be the only one in not passing it around the people, like around the states? The states around you. The states around you. <laughs> there you go. I, Idaho's going to be the last holdout for I, sure. Oh, for sure. No. I don't know. Wyoming or Idaho. Who's going to hold out more? Who's going to hold out more? Because we have Oregon passed it. Washington passed it. Montana passed it, I guess. Medical. They Utah have medical marijuana. It. So does Utah have medical. Nevada's legal. Nevada. There you go. That's a six. That's a six around us. Yeah. And now, for for what everybody's been waiting for. Oh, yeah. They want to know my opinion. Ooh. <laughs> what do you think? 2020 election. Does Kanye win? <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, I don't even know, you know what's, what's going on. He's going to get votes. He's going to get votes, yeah, but He's I mean, vote, vote, vote your conscience. I don't know. For your conscience? Yeah. Do, you, you, do think... you trust the polls? The polls that are coming out where they have Biden ahead of Trump by like 12 points? No, because that's the same thing that happened with Clinton and Trump. Everyone's saying Clinton was going to win. It's a landslide victory, bro. You Land. got a better chance of winning the lottery than and Trump winning. And get What yep. happened? The I think, opposite. I think, but I think this go around, a lot more people are, again, I think you're going to see a lot oh, higher yes. turnout. It's been a crazy year. But at the same time, it's going to be hard with coronavirus because of the implications of, like, you know, six feet longer lines you know sanitizing things that's going to take longer can people wait that long to get their vote in and i've heard a lot of precincts they close yeah and yeah. so even if they are there to vote they're yeah. like well you you can't do it because we're closed now yeah. gerrymandering's a bitch 
Gerrymandering is a bitch. Yes, gerrymandering is crazy. When I first learned about that in high school, you, yo, are you, you serious? That's you, a thing. Yeah, and if you just look at some of them of how they're drawn, so and it's always to you know, put the majority together, the major, um, which is really just to disenfranchise minority votes. I've seen one district cut another district in half, mm -hmm. and then like jump through another yeah. district. You're like, what? That? Just Make it a grid or something, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like that that gerrymandering. If anybody has wants to any like just get angry at something, gerrymandering. Look at gerrymandering, cause that shit will that'll make you just question everything. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't quote me on this, but I want to say Boise's kind of half. Half. The gerrymandering with the lines, oh. the district lines mm -hmm. or whatnot. Um, I want to say Boise's cut in half, and, you know, because if it was a whole, it'd be kind of easier to get, you know, some blue votes in there, blue well, Congress Boise's pretty liberal. Yes, That's, but that, it's cut in half. Yeah. So those votes are cut in half, so they're still a minority in their own district. In their own districts. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, yeah, oh, just gets you heated. <laughs> just gets you heated. It's not fair. Oh, it's not. Politics are, it, you, you it, chose quite a, oh, just... I would all see. That's why it's good you're in it and I'm not because I would be like I would be flipping tables, going like, "Why is this district like this?" and then just get yeah, no, it's mm. crazy. So that's why you should do your census, y'all, because yeah, yeah. So uh, so yeah, it's the census. Uh, Trump was trying to get citizenship on the census. Yeah, they they didn't. They, they ended didn't up do not that. doing that. Yeah, which is amazing because then people. People would be scared to sign that. People yeah, would be like, I don't want you to know. Yeah, and even then, without the question, they a lot of... The census is just to count how many people, people you have. But people are so scared is. that if they put their name on there or, you know, they put their information on there, somehow that's going to go back on them. So still, it disenfranchises vote because we have that fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> uh, per the upcoming election, mail-in voting... Have you heard any? Have yeah. you have you, have you done any? Like, do you have knowledge on that at all? Not really. To be I honest, I just kind of know. Like just like just passing by, I've seen some articles, not a ton, but what what was the whole? Why why are people opposing it and why are people for it? Can you have any input to that? I think, I think the it could just be people faking it. Yeah, but faking not. Having yeah, that's, the right. that's not them. Or, yeah. You know, voting for someone else. That's the world, why is the world of politics so hard? <laughs> Damn it, Sida. Why did you choose such a hard uh, thing to go into? Are right, you constantly I, going like I'm just breathe? Yeah. Just I'm, breathe. I'm constantly learning, that's for sure. It's an ever changing field. There's things that I've changed my mind on. You know, I I would say, you know, on the spectrum to red to blue, more blue for sure, but... I'm definitely very... Yeah. I'm very blue, but yeah. I'm pro-gun. That's what I was going to say, actually. I'm very pro-gun. I don't know if I'm very pro-gun, but I see the good in guns, and I see the val validity of having guns. Do I believe in open carry? I don't know, but... I got friends that open carry. Yeah, I yeah. feel safe when I'm around them. That's I really crazy. do feel safe. Like, it, in, if something pops off... Mm -hmm. That guy has a gun, and that guy has a gun. Yeah. And people, like, I've seen so many videos mm -hmm. of somebody tries to rob a store, and then everybody pulls out a gun, and the guy's like, 
oh, okay, <laughs> this was an awful idea. <laughs> so, and it stops him. And I mean, the right to bear arms. I, mm-hmm. I think it should be to get into the gun debate. Every, I think they should treat guns like you treat cars. Okay. Where to have a car, you need to be educated. Mm-hmm. You need to have a license. Mm-hmm. And you need to have the proper training to have one. Yes. And, and do you... Th- not be a freaking yeah. psychopath. Yeah. Pass so some type of psychological... Okay. That's exam. what I was going to ask. So stricter gun laws for sure, right? Yeah. 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 And when people are like, they're coming for your guns. I'm like, I don't know, how are they going to come for your guns, man? <laughs> Tell me how they're going to come for your guns. I don't think the government's going to yeah. come for yeah. anybody's guns mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think what I, what, what I just said is too far off mm-hmm. of what's already in place. No. Yeah. It's, it's the fear. Fear dominates any view of yours. Yeah. That's, yeah. I've, I, I I always when I'm about to do something, there's always that gut feeling. Yeah. I'm terrified to do this. Yes. I'm scared to do this. So, how do you get over your fears? How do you think is the best way to try to fight your fears? When it comes to political problems. Comes to anything. Or to anything. Oh. Weigh out the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a that's, that's Be rational, really good. Which is hard because that gut instinct. Yeah. I don't trust my gut. She's usually wrong. She's usually very wrong. <laughs> Ooh, I should trust my gut, but I'm like, ah, I want to do it anyways. <laughs> I trust my gut in work situations because I've had education in it, mm-hmm. and my education oftentimes comes in handy where I was like, oh, I, I kind of know this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't trust my gut when it comes to, like, uh, social problems. With okay. like friends or relationships yeah. or oh. stuff like that. Same. I nope. took a blind eye. I'm like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I think with I my heart in that, which is dumb. I should be thinking with my mind when it comes to like But in all the rom-coms, people. everybody thinks with their heart. That's what you're supposed but to do. But that's why they're terrible. <laughs> you don't like rom-coms? No, I do like them. But when you think rom-coms. about them, they're creepy. Name me one creepy rom-com. 27 Dresses. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that one. <laughs> What's it about? Okay, um, these two people meet, he likes her, whatever, but she's not into him at all. But, um, coincidentally, she leaves her agenda in the car, in the taxi they shared. And so he knows her whole schedule and, like, sends her stuff and knows where she's at because of that agenda. Tell me that's not creepy. It's cute because he's a gorgeous guy in the movie. That's a little creepy. But it's creepy. That's very creepy. Yeah, and, like, he'll come and, like, send her flowers and she keeps saying no, no, no. But he's like, come on, you know, and... Yeah, and finally he gets her, and hmm. it's bit, it looks cute, sure, <laughs> because it's James Marsden and he's beautiful. Because they're all they're both tens. Yes, both beautiful. exactly. Beautiful so people like, get away with so much. Oh my like, gosh, I know. You can, you can send people just send flowers to their schedule. Yeah, but just replace that with someone you don't like. That's so creepy. Terrifying. Terrifying. Very terrifying. What what rom com have you seen? Anything with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, so you saw uh, um, How to Lose a Guy, How in, to 10 lose a guy in 10 Dates. I was about to say, that's <laughs> a damn good movie. That one's good. Uh, Fool's that's toxic, gold. though. Fool's Gold. That's toxic. How is that toxic? They're playing. They're using each other. That's to write articles for their jobs. And then yeah, they fall toxic. in love. But they fall in love. They fall Imagine in love through their work. Imagine you're doing that. You're doing that. I lose them on the first date. I don't need 10 dates. <laughs> One but what date, if you don't? They're done. You played them hardcore. If I played them hardcore? 
No, you do. If you went, if you did what Matthew McConaughey did. Well, she was doing it too. Well, yeah. So you would hate her too. No. Because <laughs> you would if, if you found out that you, she was using you for an article and you were using her for an article, that's that's mutually assured destruction right there. So you can't be mad. And if you don't that think that's to just you. toxic? You want that still? I never said I wanted it. <laughs> I'm just defending the point that it's okay. not toxic. Also, another one that made me cry. Just go with it with Adam Sandler. Stop. The one that they go to Hawaii. Aniston, the one they go to Hawaii. <laughs> what part made you cry? That one made me cry. What part? Oh, what the heck? What was it? Uh, so he was about to get married. And he's like, she was like, she's not, she's not going to go to sleep. And he's like running back to her. And then the girl <laughs> comes in. And they're like, he's like about to get married. And then like he like runs away. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. when they got together, I was like. <laughs> a real tear came from my oh, eye. Are you a simp? Yes. Aww. Yes. Yes, I am. That is adorable. I like That's give roses good. and shit. That's good. No, it's not good. Not yeah. according to Black People Twitter or Hoodville or any of those Instagram <laughs> pages. Apparently, I am the scum of society. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. No, that's good. There's not a lot of people like that that still uh, give out flowers. Know. I haven't given out flowers in a long time. But I, I like that's what you're. That's like what that's I was what, taught to do. Like that's to, when you when you like try to make somebody fall in love with you. You got to do all that cutesy stuff. Yeah, I love that cutesy stuff. I get it <laughs> from my dad. My dad cries at quinceañeras, so I'm like, I get my emotionalness from you. Oh, I like so saw him at a wedding. We went to a wedding from mm-hmm. a cousin like uh, three weeks ago ish, and you know Mexicans do the dance with their mom, the last dance. And yeah. The, when he, I saw my cousin do the dance with his mom, okay. I teared up. Okay. I started crying. <laughs> I was like, why do I always cry at weddings? That's so funny. Do you cry at weddings? Would you say you're a, a very emotional person when it, it comes to things goes. like that? I cry about dumb stuff. Let me tell you. The last I'll tell you a story. Yeah. Um, oh, ooh, last week. Tell me your story. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, that story will not be telling you because it was awful. But, um... My story was that I was in ninth grade. I went to, I was at cross country meet, and then we went to McDonald's after the meet, you know, to get food. And I forgot money. I totally forgot to bring money to buy, you know, was I kind of hungry? A little bit, but it's fine. It's literally fine. And so everyone wanting, me, wanting to buy me food was making me like emotional. I was like, no, no, it's fine. Like, I'm fine. They're like, no, it's okay. I was like, no, it's fine. And so I'm sitting there chilling. Uh, I can wait an hour to get home and eat, mm. I'll be fine. And then, I guess this random truck driver just overheard us, and, like, when he was passing by to leave, he just, like, tossed an apple pie, like, one of those little... (laughs) (laughs) Those little McDonald apple pies, and he's like, you're not gonna starve. And then I just started bawling, and I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm telling you, I cry about dumb stuff. I just don't know. When people are nice to me... Did just... he, wait, did he throw it underhand or did he, like, throw it at you like a baseball? <laughs> it was just, like, a little toss. So, yeah, a little, like... Oh, a little just underhand. Like, you're soft. not going to start. You're not going like, to oh, What a cool God. guy. I know. He just walks out. Didn't what look bad. Cool back. dude. Just, yeah. She's not starving. Not on my watch. Yeah, and I was like, that is so nice. And I just started crying because... I think there's more kindness in the world yeah. than there is evil. Yeah. I really do. I think so, too. I've I've had more good experiences with people than I've had like bad, bad. experiences. I think it, it's but um, 
exposure exposure to what is shown you know just we have more cameras we have more we have more news outlets what gets clicks what What gets gets clicks yes exactly and that's why i don't know we see we think that the world's more violent today or more bad i i would i would argue it's just more exposure and that's why we think it is but it's always been that way there's a great george carlin bit he's a comedian Mm -hmm. it's uh he says you're watching tv you see the fires you see pit bulls you see big explosions wars bombs you go outside where was that at <laughs> there's just it's sunshine sunshine and flowers well we're very privileged but it goes back yeah. to the whole because it doesn't affect you it doesn't affect us yeah t- tell some tell someone in syria yeah go oh, outside yeah that, that yeah that thing oh man pisses me off. there's yeah. just we, we we can there's just a laundry list of places that are just in in dire straits exactly and i think about that because we complain all the time americans complain we, we all the complain time about the dumbest shit and then if you look and like why am i complaining about that you know what's one that i i, I find hilarious i always see yes. it i think it's funny the masks uh, the masks i i i personally you know if somebody asks me to wear a mask I will wear a mask. I don't see any any problem with it. Mm-hmm. Do I always wear the masks? No, I'm mm-hmm. not perfect. I'm not mm-hmm. always wearing my mask if I'm in, a, in the room. We're not wearing masks. No. But you were screened by COVID. You know, we took your temperature <laughs> before we did this. <laughs> and, you know, I go, we were in Walmart today, and I was like, you know, I'm pretty sure if you went to any third world nation anywhere and you went to them, hey, there's a store right there has all the clean water you want, has food, clothes, right? and all you have to do to get in there is put on a mask. How many of them are saying no? Yeah. None of them. Yeah. Nobody's saying no. Mm-hmm. Like, that is that is privilege. I, that's what privilege is to me. I thought the same thing about quarantine. Quarantine is privilege. To stay home and, you know, and people complain about how long they've been staying at home, how bored they're getting at home. How they miss going to these I'm things. I'm just going to bars. I'm just going to concerts. Oh, yeah, no. I got to stay home. How many people are staying in their house because they fear war? Fear, or they're just in, or even in their home. You don't know when that's going to be bombed in front of your house. Yeah. Oh, there was a, there, wake a Syria up bomb. Yeah. Remember, remember when they bombed Syria? Yeah. And there was like, I remember seeing videos of like, just, the, it was like a baby, a, a child, like a three-year-old yeah. kid. He's like, I, I was sleeping, and then, and he was like in shock. He's like, and then out of nowhere, you know, there's just there's dust, and my dad's carrying me, and, and now we're here. I don't know, and like you, his face is just still in shock. And I was mm-hmm. like, I've, I've, I can't say I've, I can't relate to that. I, mm-hmm. I know it's traumatic. I know what's happening, but it, I, I, there's no way I could put myself in those exactly. shoes. Exactly, and, and then, it's, yeah. it's hard. I mean, there's, I feel like we're we're bringing up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. That we just can't find answers to. Yeah. And if there's anything you can learn from this podcast, is check your privilege. Check, yeah, check we, your privilege. We all have it. We all, all have it. Some friends that I know that listen sometimes, check, check damn privilege. I have friends on <laughs> both add, sides. I have, I have friends on <laughs> on very both sides mm-hmm. of like the spectrum. I got I got some left guys and I got some right people. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm the guy on the left and I have a lot of <laughs> right friends. You're not from Blackfoot. <laughs> Yeah. I, or Idaho. They always knew. Like, I've yeah. always told them, like, hey, I don't 
I don't get I, that. I, but being around them, I have seen... I, I am... I think the way I would describe myself politically is, like, conservative, fiscally, socially, Democrat. That's like, or I guess when it deals with money, I like Republicans. Okay. When it deals with social issues, I enjoy it. What's that old saying? Uh, Keep my, keep the Democrats out of my wallet, keep the Republicans out of my bedroom. You ever heard I've that? I've never heard that. No? But that's good. Yeah, I'm definitely social issues all the way on the blue side. Um, but when it comes to money, I'm more purple. You know that purple? middle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I that understand, perfect middle. I understand helping and all that jazz, but there's some things, you know. Get there's that. currently, I think I think this is, this would be a good, ten, a good subject to end on. Because... Okay. It's it's very prominent, very major, and we have. I think we can talk about a lot of things. So, recently, this uh, the United States is in it's chaos yes. in major cities, riots everywhere, okay. and a lot of the like Portland is is burning from from what I hear. Portland's bad. Portland's really bad. Like the federal agents are out there d- taking away protesters and rioters i think there should be a distinction should be made that rioters and protesters are two different groups because i've seen plenty of protests where it's just a protest yes and i've seen plenty of riots where it's a riot you know it's the people that are rioting they're not the same people that are trying to and to understand that both police and those protesters both sides have good and bad both sides are doing sketchy things yeah, it's so okay. Uh, back so with the with everybody with those cities burning, and I think what I want to talk about is the the statues that are being pulled down. Okay. And those statues, it's mainly a South thing, a Southern thing. Do you think that's uh, something that's that they're doing is right, or do you think they should not be doing that? I would take down the monuments. You would take down the yes. monuments. These people don't represent anything good. Okay, you owned a lot of slaves. Why would a slave want to, why would a black person want to be reminded of this person that tortured, raped their ancestors? When we think, why would you, why would a Jewish person want to see a Nazi monument? Why would they want to pass by and see, oh, this person, these type of people hurt, murdered my ancestors? That's what Jewish people are thinking if mm. we ever had a Nazi monument. Mm. So you put that with a black person looking at a slave owner. They don't represent anything good. They represent all the torture that happened to their ancestors. So I, there's no room for that. If you want to have a Nazi statue, there should not be Confederate statues either. So I, I've, I've been doing some thinking on okay. this. So uh, I was I was... One of my friends brought this up to me, and some some of my high school teachers were debating it. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the the teachers put up. He said, "Well, it, the the argument you've heard is it's history. You learn from history. Yes. Or you're doomed to repeat it." Mm-hmm. And he brought up Auschwitz. Okay. He said, "Auschwitz, should we burn down Auschwitz, or do we want it to be there because it symbolizes what happened?" Mm-hmm. And the teacher was like, "Well, it's two different things, mm-hmm. right? It's there's not a statue of Hitler there." in front of Auschwitz, you know, whereas you have the statues here. And another thing I learned is that a lot of the statues that were built in the South was a 
you want to finish it no, for no, me? No, I feel no, like you're no, going to finish no, it for no. me. I, I think I know what you're going to do. They were put up during After. the civil rights yes. movement. Yes. Yeah, they were put and up Jim in protest Pro- of yeah, the during, civil rights movement. And it's to, hey, don't forget. Don't forget. Yeah, like, hey, you know where you came from. Yeah, I, exactly. I mean, It was kind of a middle finger to the exactly. protest is what it was. Yes. So, so it wasn't even during those times. It was put in place there to put fear into these communities. Yeah, it, and <clears throat> again, I, I think... For me, mm-hmm. what I think the best route of doing it would be if you take the... I, I don't think some of those statues shouldn't be up, okay. is my opinion. I, I think a lot, some of them shouldn't be up. And if you are going to have statues, I think having a designated place like an Auschwitz, okay. like a center like that, where you can go and learn about what happened then, Yes. I think that that's what I would do. But mm-hmm. I'm a 22-year-old mechanic, so... <laughs> You know, <laughs> take it or leave what my knowledge is worth. Uh, I get you. I'm a 21-year-old paralegal. What do I know either? I thought you were older than me. I'm older than you? Yeah, damn, what? dude. How old did you think I was? I thought you were like 24. <gasps> I'm so I was like, I, thought you, I was like, she looks young. I mean, I thought you were like, I didn't. I, th- I thought I was, I thought I was like. Are you ooh. 98 or 99? 97. Okay, I'm 98. So, yeah, I'll be, 20, I'll be 22 this I graduated high school before you then? Yeah, 2017, baby. Bro! When did you graduate? Class of 16. Wow. One of the best class. I, th- I legit thought you were <laughs> older than I was. I'm so offended. <laughs> Dang. Do I look older? Please say no. No. Okay. No, you don't. Just mentally. I was like my age. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were like way ahead in like college. Oh, no, no, no. No, I just graduated. So uh, I want to put uh, not a... Just not a disclaimer. I mean, if we've talked a lot about our topics in here that would be people would consider hot button topics. These are all opinions. These are all yes. things we believe. These are uh-huh. all things uh, I, I, I like people to understand that are you know happening and things uh, topics that we have everybody has opinions about. And I'm glad you came on and you decided to share. Yeah, what it you was think. good. I think this was our first. Like, long conversation. We've talked about for more than, like, 30 minutes. Going, hey, what up, yeah. Sina? <laughs> First it. time I met you, it was in a church. I don't know if you remember that. Was that at the funeral? No. No, it was not at a funeral. Where it was at church? ISU. What? You were praying. I was like, who's that? It's like, that's your cousin. I was like, what? That's how many cousins I have. I have so many cousins. So are you with I Eric? Bet, so do you. Yeah. That's literally how I met you? I totally thought it was at a fu- at our, my grandpa's funeral. Mm-mm. Maybe you were, were you there? I wasn't there. I met your brothers. Yeah, you met my brothers. Wow, yeah. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's crazy. So, yeah, uh, Saida's my second cousin. Mm Mm-hmm. Our, our, my mom, her, his dad are cousins. 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 Did not know that. No, I didn't know Eric was. Mexican families are freaking huge. I found it so so much. Yeah, because I didn't meet you till I moved here. I didn't meet Eric till I moved here. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a place to be. You need to get out of Boise. You need to get out of a large city. It's just a bad idea to be there. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. That's... Country living is the place for you. Put some Morgan Wallen on. Oh, oh gosh. Idaho Idaho. Drink some bush living. lights. <laughs> yeah. Some bush Ooh. lattes. Oh, that sounds terrible. That's just a fancy way of saying bush light. Oh, I was like, ugh, no thanks. Yeah, no. I'm not a big beer person. I'm a huge beer person. I love beer. I can barely drink one. Uh, I will probably we're gonna go camping tonight. Okay. I'm gonna be drinking some beers. All so, right. you know, I always send I love you texts to people when I'm drunk. I'm like, hey, I just want you to know, fuck love you, bro. 
Wow, I'm that kind of person. You are a simp, dude. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I will freely admit that. You know, just spread the word. Let people know. Saida, thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you, you for you having so me. so much. And I hope yes, people I'm glad don't you, follow you and are like, what the fuck would you say there? You know? You know, I'm sorry if you don't agree. You know, I. But that's that's what it means to from. live yeah, here. Yeah, if you ever want to talk about it, come on the Daily Time ticket, yeah. and we'll discuss it. Exactly. I would love to. I have some friends I would love for you to talk to, oh, man. Shoot. And I feel like you would you'd be able to <laughs> talk talk with them because you're cool, calm, and collected. Thank you. Thank okay. you, Sarah, for coming on. Uh, uh, I like to do this at the very end. Uh, if you have any last words of wisdom, if you have any advice for anybody looking to get into the law. Okay. Uh, I give this time to you. You know, just take it away, whatever you want to say. Yeah, word of wisdom. Um, go for it. It's hard. It costs money. But if that's what you want to do and that's what's going to make you happy, make that investment in yourself. Perfect. That's it. All right. All right. Hey, thank you, Sarah. Yes, As of course. per custom, give me some skin. That's <laughs> it. Woo!